on this long-awaited episode of Hit the Deck. The world of ice hockey has seen many a storied career, but you gotta start somewhere. The names that we're gonna go through here on the Ontario Ball Hockey Association are ridiculous when you think about the players that they became on the NHL and, and really astounding. And we've got everything you need to turkey trot on down and stuff yourself with some ball hockey. So a great way to work off those extra pounds is to play deck hockey for the whole four-day weekend. Trips to fantastic. Yes, the Massapequa Mash. All this and more coming up on this episode of Hit the Deck. Game on! Welcome to episode 154 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where allegedly we still talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers, and uh, oh man, I know it has been the next thing to forever, but we are back in the saddle and we are ready to go. And who is we? I know it's been a while. You may have forgotten. So let's jump right into tonight's starting lineup to catch you up. So for tonight's starting lineup in goal, once again, I am number 35, your American Rhino, Gary McComiskey. And at long last, my patient co-host. On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi. And ah, thanks for waking me up. Yeah. Oh, James, you do not know how long I have waited to say these words. How are you, buddy? I'm doing okay, despite uh, how I sound. But how about yourself? I'm doing okay. Um, So, dear listener, I, I feel you are owed an explanation here. And it, it's, it's, it's funny in a way, karmically. You know, it was last year at pretty much the exact same time that we took a hiatus of a month for very different reasons. Last year, I was doing a a charity show. I was directing a charity show at my alma mater, St. John's University, and I had put up on our Facebook page a link to that YouTube video of that for your perusal. So, you know, that was, that was a while ago. It's still up there. But uh, sadly, my uh, absence this year was was not quite so noble, although it, it was once again entirely my fault. So just really quick to catch you up on why we seemingly abandoned you for, for so long. It was unintentional. I promise you that. Otherwise, we would have said goodbye. No, what happened is in early October... One night, James and I sat down to do the podcast as normal, and as I was setting up, I discovered that the power cable for my mixer had broken, and I would not be able to record that night. So, unfortunately, I texted James. I said, I have to pull the plug on the podcast this week. I'm very sorry. We'll reconvene next week. So, that was the plan, and unfortunately, life got in the way because there were some unexpected personal issues that kept me from recording for the last month or so. And uh, fortunately, I am in a place now where they, uh, uh, let, let's say things uh, are, are stable. So maybe not rosy and, and fantastic, but I am 
fortunately at a place where I can go back to the podcast. So I guess my gain is our gain. And, and here we are back back at it. Have you been, buddy? More specifically, it's been over a month and I apologize. But ha- how have you spent the last month? Well, one good thing was uh, at least I finally found a job thanks to a friend. So just doing some temporary work for the holidays. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. And we're very happy to have you back, by the way. And, you know, all the best to you and for what's going on. Yeah, just to let the listener know, last year I had some rough times for in my family personally, but uh, we try and keep that separate from the podcast and keep this as professional as, and upbeat as possible. But, you know, life does happen. But anyway, hopefully everything's cool and we're glad that, that you're back. And uh, without the American Rhino, there is no Hit the Deck podcast. So thank you for your patience, dear listener, and, and thanks for coming back. And we do promise once uh, after Thanksgiving uh, rolls around that we will have some guests that have been patiently waiting to come on, including good, great friend of the podcast, Lou Harviton. And Glenn has a lot of stuff going on. Another new friend that we were introduced to is uh, starting up a sports um, app for, I believe, a sports podcast app. So hopefully we'll see what's going on with that. What? And uh, yeah, maybe uh, Hit the Deck can be involved there. So we have some things cooking. So I have been trying to do some homework during our uh, unfortunate hiatus or unplanned hiatus. But yeah, it's exactly, it's so weird how things happen that way, where last year is for great reasons. That uh, the American Rhino, and and if you haven't seen that uh, great YouTube footage of the cabaret that the American Rhino directed so beautifully last year, please do yourself a favor and and do so and watch it. But uh, yeah, it's just really odd how it just coincided almost to the to the day. But um, you know, it's weird. So anyway, we're back and uh, hopefully picking up where we left off. Yeah, hopefully next November and, and October we'll <laughs> we'll be able to plow through and, and won't have to, you know, take a hiatus. But that, that's for next year. For now, I think we got some 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 stuff to discuss. Yes, Jay. Yes, and, and one more thing too, um, just to add to sports fans and, and players being so superstitious. Well, here's another example why we are so superstitious. As you probably know, Podbean is our uh, that that's why we put this podcast out through Podbean and they have an app and, and a Twitter account, obviously, and all this other stuff. And they let you promote your podcasts on there, which is great because we try and help out other podcasts on Podbean and we feel like we're on big, happy family. And during October, they were talking about topics to promote your podcast with. And one of them being Halloween centric. So I responded, say, hey, every Halloween time, the American Rhino and I of Hit the Deck give you suggestions of added, you know, hockey-related costumes and stuff of that nature. Well, <laughs> posted that, and guess what? We didn't have a Halloween podcast this year. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen, when you make fun of us sports fans or players or athletes for being superstitious, it's tried and true fact. This year, Hit the Deck went as the Invisible Man. Yes, very good. <laughs> do, do do you have any any great hockey themed Halloween costumes to suggest, James? Well, I was go- we were going to focus it around our good orange friend Gritty, as a matter of fact. And uh, one thing that we always appreciate too is the great imaginations of uh, hockey fans out there. And we've talked about this in the past too, where if a child is in a wheelchair or whatever the case is. They've done some great things where they turn the wheelchair into a Zamboni, or I've even seen uh, babies in, in carriages. They make it look like a penalty box and mm. very clever and, and, and funny things of that nature and, and inclusive 
things that we all love and hit the deck and deck hockey and stuff. But it was going to be based on gritty because there were a lot of costumes out there. And uh, I wasn't sure if there was an official gritty costume because there were ones there were ones that looked really realistic and really well done. But uh, anyway, that that ship has sailed. <laughs> Indeed. But uh, I guess the ship that we're most concerned with now is the Mayflower. That's um, right. Because it is almost Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, so let us begin our pilgrimage back into talking about hockey. So uh, how do we do this, James? I, I, I don't remember. How do we get into the, the hockey part of the podcast? I've been asleep for the last month or two since the last podcast, so... <laughs> oh, oh, we're in great shape. Okay. Yo, baby. All right. So I guess <laughs> if I'm remembering right, the way we do this is, James, I put the onus entirely on you to set up the rest of the show. So if I could do that once again tonight, James, could you please tell us what is on deck for this podcast? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to contribute to this podcast, too. I forgot. It happens to the best of us. Thank you, American Rhino. Thank you. OBHA to NHL. Great friend of the podcast, Mr. Lou Harviton, sent us a post he found by the Ontario Ball Hockey Association listing all of their former players who are currently playing in the NHL. And it looks like an all-star roster. Lou also shared the list of all-time OBHA players who earned not only NHL ranks, but minor league and Olympic teams too. And give thanks, play deck. Thanksgiving is late this year, and that upsets me. However, there's a fantastic way to check that turkey into the boards and make way for Christmas. The assist goes to Mr. Eric Umina for posting an ad on our Facebook page for the Massapequa Mash deck hockey tournament this Thanksgiving weekend at the Lou Anthony Sports Complex and that makes me very jolly. And that was on deck. Thank you, James. You are welcome, sir. All right. So we got uh, we got something about Lou here hipping us to, to our first topic, yeah? Yes. And, and again, thank you, Lou, for uh, doing my job for me and, and doing it better. So I appreciate that. But this was a fascinating article, or at least post, by the Ontario Ball Hockey Association. And it just gives you an idea, again, dear listener and a ball hockey fan and player that you never know. You keep playing, you keep practicing. And even if you're a little bit older in age, you never know. You could try out and there's always some sort of miracle out there where you can attain your dream, if you have it, of becoming an NHLer or an Olympian or a professional player on the ice level. So the names that we're going to go through here on the Ontario Ball Hockey Association are ridiculous when you think about the players that they became on the NHL and 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 for the females and uh you know sorry to the ladies out there the US ladies I should say we, we try very hard here uh the American Rhino and I to be as fair and inclusive on this podcast as possible I mean his nickname is the American Rhino so we all know where our uh, uh heart lies team USA and so on and so forth. So for, for the U S ladies out there, if you want to tune out, um, when we go into the, the females that, uh, made the OBHA list by all means, but please tune back in. But this, this list is absolutely astounding. So we'll just go through just a few of them to it. If you want to look at the list yourself, by all means, we'll put the link up there and for the all time list as well. And again, thank you Lou for pointing this out for us. Uh, American Rhino, 
Um, you know, you know these names. I know these names. Every hockey fan knows these names. So we'll just get it off the, the bat right now. Teammates on the Islanders currently, Derek Broussard and Casey Sezikis once played in the Ontario Ball Hockey Association. For Superfan Sue, Mr. Taylor Hall was another member. Dougie Hamilton for the, um, speaking of Lou and, and uh, all the people over there in, in North and South Carolina, he plays on the Hurricanes. Connor McDavid, <laughs> one of the best players in modern NHL history. Yeah, I heard number of that one, guy. Yeah, number one draft pick. He played in the Ontario Ball Hockey Association. Mark Shafley. Tyler Sagan, we've talked about Mr. Sagan many times on this podcast because of his big heart and his generosity towards deck hockey specifically, all of that he's done there, building rinks and promoting the great sport of deck hockey specifically in Dallas and in the surrounding area. Wayne Sim- Sagan. That's right. <laughs> Wayne Simmons of uh, Philadelphia fame. Uh, he, he's uh, been traded since, but still a great player. Joe Thornton. My gosh, this guy has been playing for, I believe, 24 seasons in the NHL, and he's still going strong. He's, he's just a consummate point scorer for the San Jose Sharks for the last, I don't know, over a decade or so. He's uh, played most of his career with the Sharks. I believe um, he was with the Bruins, too. But anyway, just those names alone. And they're current players, by the way, that once called the Ontario Ball Hockey Association home. American Rhino, if you wouldn't mind taking us through the females that have made it all the way from ball hockey to Olympic gold. Oh, yes. This one's for the ladies. Here in the OBHA, it's not an all-boys club. They, they've they got quite the female roster to speak of. They've got Canadian Olympic gold medalists, Natalie Spooner, Jennifer Wakefield, Tara Watchhorn, Therese Brisson, Geraldine Heaney. And Angela James, the multiple IIHF gold medalist. I don't know who any of those women are, but their resumes are quite impressive. So I'm sure they could play me under the table. And yes, that that, uh, for the uh, USA Olympic females, uh, they know who those women are. And uh, so now it's it's safe to tune back in for the, uh, the Team USA players and stuff. But that, that's absolutely extraordinary how just a handful of those women came up from ball hockey and then made it to Olympic gold and, and championship quality players is amazing. And Angela James, too, has had such a long career, I believe, basically from the 80s through the 90s. And again, yeah, as you said, she's won multiple IIHF gold medals throughout her illustrious career, where they even referred to her as the Wayne Gretzky of uh, female players. So, I mean, I can't think of a better compliment than that. And uh, also, while they're giving out the compliments, they've even named, I believe, Geraldine Heaney. They refer to her as the Bobby Orr of female players. So again, I mean, come on, it does not get any better than number four and number 99 when you're looking to compliment a hockey player. Wayne Gretz, she, and Bobby, her. (laughs) That's really... A stretch and patronizing. I apologize. Hey, we're out of practice, so give us a break, please. Sagan! There you go. And so now for the all-time list for the players that have retired from the NHL, 
Gary and I know these players, and uh, of course, um, Superfan Anthony and Superfan Sue. Basically, if you're a tri-state area, or at least a New York tri-state area fan, that includes Connecticut and New Jersey, the MSG Network, Steve Aliquette, and Spider-Man! That's right, and Anson Carter. He doesn't have a cool nickname. Not that I know of, but uh, both great players. Uh, Obviously, we know Valaket. He played for the Rangers there. Mm. And and these two guys are now current analysts on the MSG network. So uh, they they know what they're talking about. They they show what they're talking about and bring so much to the table. So two great players in their own rights and excellent commentators after that, if you ask me. So I'm just throwing my little opinion out there. But uh, if you need to know... If um if you want to know about the game, if you want to learn about the game, you listen to those two gentlemen and follow them on their uh, social media outlets as well. Rick Tockett, another player, had a nice long career in the NHL. Dino Cicerelli. Now, this man, when the American Rhino, well, I'm a little bit older than the American Rhino, but uh, at least when I was growing up, this guy was the one that they went to for the hardest shot. I, I definitely remember him with the Capitals. I think that's where he spent most of his career. But this guy, every when, when they started doing the hardest shot competition in, in the NHL All-Star game, he was the gold standard. So uh, the, I, I guess he, he learned to shoot that well from playing ball hockey over there at the Ontario Ball Hockey Association. So I Clearly. feel really, yeah, I, oh boy, my heart goes out to those goalies, man. And if, if you were a defenseman that got in front of him, I wouldn't have been half as brave as you. So I tip my stick to both of the the goalies and the defensemen that had to face Mr. Cic- a young Cicerelli. I don't know, James. You seem to have demonstrated a willingness to be precisely dumb enough to lay down in front of just about anybody. <laughs> well, even I have my limitations. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> Another one of your brethren, Cujo himself, Curtis Joseph. Mm, indeed. St- yeah, started. he had a great career in the NHL, one of the best goalies again, uh, in, in our lifetime. I've heard that about him. Yeah, absolutely. I remember seeing him play, too. So, um, no kidding. Cujo, one of the all-time best. Ty Domi. Now, for all of you uh, Ranger fans out there, you know that name very well. In the early 90s, Mr. Domi was known more for his fists than for his uh, hockey skills. But, uh, you know, speaking of people getting in front of Mr. Cicerelli... I hope nobody ever fought Mr. Ty Domi because this guy was tough as nails. Fast forward, and this is really amazing. I believe it's his brother-in-law, but another Ranger great, Mr. Adam Graves, also played in the OBHA. You have his stick, or at yes. least a stick autographed by him. Yes, that's it. Yes, I wish I actually had one of his his uh, personal sticks, but I'll, I'll, I'm very, very proud and 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 grateful to have. His signature on one. Yes, absolutely. That, that was a thrill to meet him in person. And what a humbling experience that was. And, and um, I, I, I thank him eternally for not laughing in my face. So Mr. Graves is a good, good man. Any story you hear about him, about how generous he is and what a great guy he is. Yes, absolutely. 100% true. And last but not least, and this list is much, much longer, by the way, if you want to go check it out yourselves, of NHLers and Olympians who played for the OBHA, Steve Iserman. Why? Because they like you in Detroit, where you played and were an icon. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yes, one of the very rare players to begin and end his career with the same team. Mm. And not only any team, but the Detroit Red Wings. Motown. Hockey Hockey Town, USA. Absolutely. Home of the octopus or something. 
Yep. I, don't, I don't think that's actually like home of the Whopper. It's not like that's not, you know, on their uh, on their business cards. I think that's more of a kind of a, you know, voluntary thing that the fans do than more of an encouraged. Anyway, moving on. It's true. But yes, this multi Stanley Cup champion, the guy's won basically every award you can win. Uh, one of the all time best scorers ever. And uh, there he is. So <laughs> what a list of players to have played ball hockey in the Ontario Ball Hockey Association. So thank you again, Mr. Lou Harviton, for sharing that with us. And for all you ball hockey players out there, you never know. Keep playing. Reach for the stars. And this is just a lesson for you, the listener, a lesson that Lou clearly learned. And that is, if you can't get a piece of hockey content from your favorite ball hockey podcast, you make one. <laughs> so thank you, Lou. Yes, thank you very much. And again, the American Rhino always invites you at the end of every podcast to uh, reach out to us various ways, you know, and he'll he'll go through it again. But we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, even good old fashioned email, hit the deck at gmail.com. Let us know if you have a topic you want us to talk about. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to us and let us know. It would, it would definitely be a big favor to me, though I'd appreciate that. And it would give you a better excuse to listen if you're not already. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. I don't know. I'm breaking out the Kennedy on this one. We want to hear from you. Ask not what your podcast can do for you. Ask what you can do for your podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. American Rhino. And uh, Hey, you know, if, if you don't have enough plans for Thanksgiving and we have another great assist from a, a listener, and supporter of Hit the Deck, Mr. Eric Umina. You know, Thanksgiving's always a time when you put on the pounds and stuff like that. So a great way to work off those extra pounds is to play deck hockey for the whole four-day weekend. Trips are fantastic. Yes, the Massapequa Mash. That sounds more like a Halloween-themed tournament there, James. Well, as a matter of fact, when uh, Mr. Umina put this... Uh, advertisement up on our uh, our facebook page it was back in october but um just in case there's still time to sign up for it I'll look into it by all means and uh again this was at the lou anthony sports complex where the american rhino and i had the honor of being there for the reopening of that beautiful new deck hockey rink that was uh produced there by deck superstars and of course, our good friend Kelly Kay. If you didn't listen to that podcast, please uh, go check that out. But it, it's a fantastic arena and deck hockey surface. And they built it with the idea to promote deck hockey. And there's no better way to do it than with this beautiful deck hockey facility. Yeah, I mean, if I <laughs> I wouldn't mind playing uh, playing a, a fancy tournament and and you know inaugurating basically the facility with uh with a big tournament like that out there that's that you know it really is i mean we gushed about it enough you know our, our interview and special and what have you but uh the short version is it's a very nice place so if you're in the area look into to play in right um so more details on the massapequa mash uh, also involved are obviously the police activity league crazy eights and the uh u.s hockey deck hockey federation so they're all involved as well obviously deck superstars too. And here we go again with the funny names of the divisions. You have the penguin, the beaver, and the cadet. Of course. Right. <laughs> so 
the flyer is there for you to check out uh, on, on our Facebook page, and, and you could go check it out yourself if you want. Um, you go look at uh, Crazy Eights. They have links to it as well. Uh, and again, it begins on Friday, 1129, and it goes through Sunday, December 1st, and the address is 510 Parkside Boulevard, Boulevard Massapequa, New York, 11758, and you are guaranteed three games. Mm. And then if you graduate to go on to uh, more in your division, there's a championship team and individual awards as well. And uh, if you want some more information, please email crazy8hockey. That's the number eight. Crazy8hockey, I should say, at gmail.com. And um, you can even private message too. But uh, all the details are there for you. Team entry fee is 500 bucks. Get your teammates together and go have some fun on uh, Long Island and play in the Massapequa Mash. And we have the link to this up on our Facebook page, do we not? Yes, we do. All right. So you can just go there and, and, and click there and be directed to it. See, we make it easy for you. No muss, no fuss. We are your one-stop shop for ball hockey business. So, uh, we, you know, thank you, James. Thank you for making it so easy for the listeners to find all this great stuff. Yeah, and again, big assist to Mr. Eric Umina for uh, sharing that information. And also, he also added that there are special event raffles and giveaways on site. And that even includes NHL game tickets, AirPods, equipment, so gear and and shirts and stuff, NHL-related shirts and and things of that nature and hats and whatnot. So uh, it's it's just something that you should definitely check out and and go and have fun and, and play in. And one more thing on this topic, James. You mentioned... Well, it's not specifically on this topic, but it was addressed under the auspices of this topic. In the on deck, you mentioned how Thanksgiving was late this year and how much it upset you. Yeah. Well, I have a couple of things that, you know, I want to I want to tell you just now to try and bring up a little bit. So one thing, I guess, first, the obvious thing, one week to go, James, home stretch, almost there. The second thing is. This is the latest that Thanksgiving can possibly fall this year because the way the calendar fell, you know, the, the, this is, this year is the latest that Thanksgiving can fall. So if you can make it through this year, you can make it through any year. So you got this thing, James. Thank you, coach. I appreciate that very, very much. Sure. Sure. No problem. That's what I'm here for. Certainly uh, not to be informative. But, uh, you know, if if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, or even if you know the American Rhino and I personally, that uh, he and I basically agree on absolutely everything. And it's very, very, very rare that we disagree on something. So I guess you can kind of say that this is a disagreement, but the American Rhino is strict in his seasons and very patiently waits for Thanksgiving to officially come and go before he delves into 100% christmas rhino well that's a slight modification there i don't so much wait for thanksgiving to go as i wait for the end of the macy's thanksgiving day parade when santa arrives at herald square that is the official beginning of the christmas season uh, uh, insofar as i am concerned yes and and the american rhino is a much better man than i am i on the other hand have no patience so regardless (laughs) regardless of when thanksgiving is uh, thank you i didn't realize that this is the latest that Thanksgiving can possibly be this year. But uh, I put my parents' Christmas tree up in the middle of November and, <laughs> and I'm ready to go. So I don't care. I want that tree up at least a month 
before December 25th because the season just goes by so quickly. And I do appreciate that uh, locally here in New York, 106.7 has already started with the Christmas music 24 hours a day. And Sirius XM, they already broke out all of their Christmas uh, stations, which I enjoyed listening to very, very much. Oh, by the way, American Rhino, one of your great talents is your Lemmy impression. I don't have it in me. My voice. Uh, I went to a Billy Joel concert last week and my voice is killing me. So or well, it was then. But it's 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 still not entirely 100 percent. So let me say that I don't have I, I, I have no Lemmy in me tonight. That's fine. We're not asking you. So that that's quite all right. And hey, man, if you're going to lose your voice, definitely it's worth it for Mr. Billy Joel. He wore a turkey on his head for the final encore. It was uh, it was funny. <laughs> Very cool. But anyway, one of the uh, Christmas stations on Sirius XM, and I don't know why we're giving them a plug, but there's, uh, I believe, Rock Christmas or, or whatever, Rock and Roll Christmas, there's, there's a station. The Rock and, celebrating Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> basically. They have so many different versions. There's like Christmas classics, then there's uh, modern, there's country Christmas, and so there's one for rock and roll genre. And uh, on is, it, I is, act- is is he going to lay <laughs> the jingle down on your candy cane? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I haven't heard too much of it yet, but I will keep an ear open for that. Knowing The Rock, because he's all over the place, then thank you for the heads up. I'll expect to, to hear that. But If uh, you smell eggnog and hot cider, because those are seasonal Christmas trappings, pine, <laughs> obviously, I, I, I guess gingerbread. Sure. That's a, that's a, um, this would make for a poor promo. <laughs> Dave Grohl and Lemmy. Dave Grohl, foo on him. <laughs> they, they combined forces <laughs> for, uh, for their version of, uh, but what did I forget? It was for Run Rudolph. Is it Run Rudolph Run? Yes. I mean, okay. I don't know if that's the song, but that is the name of a song. That's it. Run Run Rudolph. That's what. So so Dave Grohl and Lemmy combined forces for their version of Run Run Rudolph. And uh, hearing Lemmy sing a Christmas song is mind-blowing. <laughs> hey, it worked for Twisted Sister. That, my friends, and, and, and huge 100% assist to the American Rhino because you knew about this album long before I did, and shame on me for that. But yeah, we even talked about this on a, a few podcasts ago when we had our special Christmas special about uh, our favorite Christmas albums and tying that into deck hockey and all that stuff. But yes, absolutely, a twisted Christmas. The American Rhino recommended it, and do what the American Rhino tells you because that is a fantastic, awesome Christmas album. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're Twisted Sister fans anyway, but they're one of the all-time best. And uh, D. Snyder, my gosh, that guy is so freaking cool. And um, just, just for, he's a New Yorker, he's a big Met fan and all that stuff. Great rock and roller, awesome attitude, great sense of humor. And uh, he's definitely somebody worth following on social media as well. I also love the fact that he's a car nut. And um, he's actually helped design, if you're, if you're a gearhead, Dodge, with their new muscle car line that they've had over the last few years, they've brought back the legendary Hemi engine, and, and I'll get back to hockey soon, but he actually designed his own Challenger, the car make of Dodge, 
which was just phenomenal. And um, I just, I just love them. So yes, it's a great Christmas album. Definitely recommend it. But uh, anyway, uh, that just brought up uh, Lemmy singing Run Run Rudolph. So I thought that's, uh, if you haven't heard it yet, definitely check it out, American Rhino. And, and when the American Rhino's voice is up to it, maybe he can do a rendition himself. I might have to listen to it first to get a, get a feel for it. Okay. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe when the Yuletide season rolls around, I can grace us all with something that nobody really wants to hear. But that's the other thing, too. And again, thank you for cheering me up. And that is all good news. But uh, not only even if, if, if Thanksgiving is early, it bothers me that November only has 30 days in the month, too. I mean, it couldn't even have 31 days. You're ripping off one day of Christmas celebration, too. So anyway. All right. Thank you. I'm done uh, bringing down the podcast. That, that, that's fine. That's fine. And finally, uh, listener here on Hit the Deck, we want to uh, mention uh, something that's a little more somber. It is something that was brought to our attention by Superfan Anthony, and that is a memorial tournament, which is going to be Saturday, November 30th in Syosset, Long Island, Dix Hills, and uh, Iceworks. And that is the Stephen Lustig Memorial Tournament. And so a lot of interest in this. Honestly, there may still be spots available or there may not, but you can check that out. We'll put a link up on our social media. That is Saturday, November 30th. It is $600 per team. And it is a five on five ice hockey tournament. So it's not it's not ball hockey. It's ice hockey. But this is uh, this is actually a good cause. So this is in memory and and I guess to financially support the family of Stephen Lustig, who was on a personal level, a friend of Superfan Anthony. But uh, it's actually pretty, pretty sad story. The man was refereeing a game and got injured refing, and he actually lost his life due to complications from that injury. It was it was kind of a a freak, unexpected thing, and you know everybody's everybody's very broken up about it. So if you want to go out and play some hockey and you uh, you know you you feel like honoring this this person. And uh, if, if, you know, even if you just feel like playing some hockey for a good cause, there are limited spots or were, excuse me, there were limited spots available as of, I don't know, a month ago. I don't know if there still are. I haven't gotten any updates on that situation, but you can go and check it out. It's a good cause. You know, if, if you want to, if you play ice and you have a team and you want to try and bring it, then check it out. So. That's that Saturday, November 30th. And, uh, you know, that's, I think that's about going to wrap it up for this, this episode of hit the deck. Uh, we're a little rusty. We apologize, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be back in our, we're starting to hit our stride again. We're, we're getting there. We're not quite there yet, but we are getting there. Hopefully we'll get a little closer in our, uh, our Thanksgiving scrimmage. Now, Longtime listeners of the podcast may may feel like we've left something out tonight, and I I I want to let you know that it's not an oversight. It's not because we forgot. It's just because there's there's just too much. So I am pleased to announce to you, our listener, that 
for this year's Thanksgiving scrimmage, we are going to devote it entirely to a big orange turkey. And so uh, <laughs> you can gobble that up next week. But for now, I, I guess I guess we'll just bring this thing home. Yeah, I'm going to I'm just going to I'm just going to press the button. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Indeed. So for this uh, this last final bit of the podcast, if I recall correctly, this is the part where I would thank you, dear listener, for listening to another episode, for joining us, for supporting us, for being a part of Hit the Deck. And of course, we want to thank Anthony Sajazi for providing us with music. And if you would like to contribute to the podcast in some way, as James mentioned earlier, you can feel free to email us at hitthedeck at gmail.com. We can also be communicated with. We are at Hit the Deck Pod on Twitter and at Hit the Deck on Facebook and the Grams. So you can get us that way. And of course, we would always encourage you to subscribe to us subscribe to the podcast on whatever your podcatcher is subscribe to our youtube channel do whatever you do to subscribe and get things so you always have access to them and don't have to go hunting for them because that's just inconvenient so we want to be right there in your feed so please do that james is there anything i forgot no you didn't okay but good. Uh, i'd like to add a few things please 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 do please supplement and augment this whatever it is thank you so if you're looking to play deck please check out the columbus deck hockey association the charlotte street hockey league the raleigh street hockey league the var hockey league the dcsh the dchl and deck superstars of course please donate to lagrange hockey and follow m power play and of course don't forget the Stephen Lustig Memorial Tournament on November 30th, and of course, the Massapequa Mash on the weekend of Thanksgiving as well. And thanks for listening. Thank you, James. Thank you, sir. And of course, we will thank you, dear listener, to remember that whether you are starting out a great career or just knocking off the rust, whether you are saying hello to a brand new rink or saying goodbye to an old friend, regardless of what you find yourself doing, we would encourage you always to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. Wait, I did that wrong. That's not how I do it. That's not how I intro. Uh, see, I've already forgotten how we do the show. Um, you, uh, you may have forgotten. Um, and... For tonight's starting lineup, <laughs> I forgot how we go into this. Number, uh, position, uh, name. <laughs> how do I do this podcast, James? I forgot how we do the podcast. If you forgot, you're asking the wrong guy because you're the brains behind this. This is about hockey, right? Yes. Okay. Just checking. I'm-